0: Hello, and welcome to The Dad Whisperer. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson. And if you've listened in before, you know that although the focus here is primarily on the dad-daughter relationship, these principles and these tools also apply to how you as dads relate to all the women in your lives, whether it's your wives, your girlfriends, your sisters, even female coworkers And these principles also work well with your sons. Now, why is that, you might ask? It's because it's all about you as a man gaining more skills for strengthening all the relationships in your life, which leads me to my three-word template that I use every single week to guide our conversation, which is on your mark, get set, go. So I invite you as dads to picture yourselves standing side by side each other, getting ready to run your fathering race this week. And I'm on the sidelines as your coach cheering you on and saying on your mark, get set, go. On your mark, is the topic or the theme, gets set, is filling that in with stories and stats, and Go is always your practical action step so that you can put your love for your daughters and your sons into action this week. Today, I have an incredible guest coach with me who not only loves being a dad to his 18-year-old daughter, Maddie, and his 16-year-old son, Mason, but he loves being married to his wife of 23 years, Kathleen. Mike is also the pastor of Family Life at River West Church in Portland, Oregon, and it was only a few months ago that Mike and I finally met in person, and we were blown away that we have such similar passions and similar hearts for fathers, and here we are just miles apart in Portland. It's so awesome to have him here today because we both share in this vision for fathers to step into their callings. So to have him here today sharing his wisdom with us is a real treat because this man walks his talk. Thank you, Mike, for carving out time to join me here today. Welcome, Pastor Mike Self.
1: Michelle, thank you. I'm really excited to be here.
0: Yay, I'm so glad we can finally meet in person and you get to share your heart because I know you've been doing this for almost a decade like me. And now you get to bring that wisdom to more people because I know your voice needs to be heard. Well, on your mark today, Mike and I have come up with this title, What a Daughter Needs from Her Dad. So now to fill that in, what does a daughter need from me, you might be asking yourself. Well, this title comes directly from a talk that Mike gave to dads of daughters at his church. And when I listened to his message, I was so excited because you guys, literally he was saying the same things as I do many times. I was blown away. So I'm, I'm so excited, like I said, for you to get to hear his passion and his wisdom. Well, Mike, You have given surveys to over 400 women, blows me away that you've been doing that for years, and you're going to be sharing some of what you've learned as a dad, you've learned as a pastor, and even from some of these surveys of women, aren't you?
1: That's the plan. Yeah,
0: Yeah, to share with these dads some insights, because you've gotten some insights from women through that survey. So Mike, how about we start out, now that we're filling this in, the get set portion, with just me asking you, when you hear that word, that phrase, What does a dad need to give his daughter, right? It's not want, it's need. There are needs that daughters have, that we as women have, that only our dads can fill. And we're going to break that down today. So you know that the title of my book is, Dad, Here's What I Really Need From You. So this is now you from your solar system spot on Mars sharing about what that means as a man, as a dad, as a pastor to, I believe, complement what I've said over here from Venus about what daughters need. So each statement that you will be making today starts with the letter L, which I believe is going to make it good for recall. So Mike, let me start by asking you, what is the first thing that you believe a daughter needs from her dad?
1: Well, number one, dads must love their daughters well. Love their daughters well. And don't dismiss that as obvious. Um, don't assume that your daughter knows. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't care how old she is, she must hear it from you. Now, don't rely on your wife to be the translator. And this is one of the things that came up in the surveys, and I thought this was really interesting. You know, Sometimes um, it was the mom who had to tell the daughter that, yes, your dad really does love you. There's Uh nothing wrong with that. She needs to hear it from you. And the survey shared that when a girl knows that she is loved by her father, these are the words that the women told me, um, a, a daughter will feel safe, affirmed, Secure, special, important, valuable, confident, proud, respected, and cherished. I mean, I love those Mm. words. Comes from a father's love. But when a girl does not know that she's loved by her father, she uses words like this to describe uh, being fragile, lonely, insecure, invisible, and worthless.
0: Wow. If that doesn't tell the whole story, I don't know what does, is why it's so important. If dads ever think they're not vital to their daughter's health and well-being, Mm -hmm. what these women told you is that dad is vital,
1: right? Absolutely. To who I am Mm -hmm. as
0: a woman, as a person. So you've come up with something called the I love you squeeze, and- (laughs) As you heard me say in the intro, I love giving dads practical action steps, and I know that as dads are listening today, they're going to get lots of ideas from you. How about we start with one right out of the gate? What's the I love you squeeze?
1: This is so funny. It started when my children were still in their car seats. Um, <laughs> I'd be driving along, and I would reach back with one hand, and I would just grab a, get a little foot or a leg, and I would do three squeezes, and it would be I love you. And I've continued to do that the, 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 my whole life with my children, and now my son, who's he's taller than me, my daughter's 18. <laughs> I still give them the three squeezes. And, and now I, I don't even say I love you sometimes. They just know that the squeezes mean I love you.
0: Wow. I love how <laughs> practical that is because it's all about countering any sense that your kids would ever feel, based on your surveys, that they're, or your daughter, especially, fragile, insecure. It's like, my dad sees me. I'm not invisible. Mm-hmm. I'm not worthless. My dad is affirming me and reminding me of his love. Okay, so Mike, let's keep this conversation going. You say that dads need to say other things to their daughters, in addition to I love you, as an expression of their love. Can you mention some of those other things that you've found are
1: important? And again, these are, this is what some of the women have told me. They, they want these words. They need to hear these words. Number one, you are beautiful. Your daughters need to hear you say, I am proud of you. They need to hear you say, I am praying for you. And actually pray with your kids. That's really important, too. Right, not just
0: praying for you, but
1: with you. With them, yes. And um, and this is a big one, just being able to say, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, We're not perfect. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to blow it. But to come back and say, I'm sorry, that, that covers over a lot. You're right. And I don't think I really heard my parents apologize until I was in college. When I got that first, I'm sorry for my dad. It was huge. It was huge.
0: You've never forgotten
1: it. I have not forgotten it. So no. you would
0: challenge dads to maybe this week, that's your action step, men. Yeah, is to say one time when I know I've blown it, I've hurt my daughter or my son, I'm going to step up and ask forgiveness and say, I'm sorry. That makes a huge difference. Love it. Well, obviously we could talk for hours here, but I'm going to hone this in and ask if you could just briefly share, maybe you've mentioned this survey that you gave to 400 women could you just talk a little bit more about what you heard them say about what a dad's love looks like in action?
1: Well, obviously, they need to hear the words, I love you. But also, it's your physical affection, you know, appropriate physical affection. And it should never stop. Those hugs, those kisses on the cheek, the kisses on the forehead. You know, even as they get older, you know, sometimes when our girls start to develop, you know, dads pull back and they think, oh, maybe my daughter doesn't want a hug. She wants a hug. She needs that hug. And she will think something's wrong with her if you start with Franny, if you start pulling back mm-hmm. any of that, that love, that physical affection, so that's really important. Um, also, this came up repeatedly in the surveys. They need dads who are willing to listen, listen about every aspect of their life. Um, and if I'm honest, I struggle with that. I think just the way I'm wired, I'm just kind of going, going, going. My mind's always moving, moving, moving and to sit still to actively listen. Sometimes it's hard, but it pays off. It's so, so very important. Um, and it's taking an interest in the things that your daughter is interested in. You know, spending one-on-one time is so important. You're planning a date, letting them pick what you're going to do, but spending that one-on-one time together. Um, and I realize just for me and my family, we've I think we've done a great job with family time. Mm-hmm. But as my daughter's gotten older and she's driving, she has her friends, she has a boyfriend, it's become a little harder yeah. uh, to find out a good time for just the two of us to spend time together. And I
0: hear that a lot from so many dads, especially of teenage daughters, right? Busier, busier, busier. Mm-hmm. And they feel a bit shut out sometimes or not like a priority. And I find dads get their feelings hurt. It's mm-hmm. like, well, I guess she doesn't really want to be with me. But you would say to dads, press in anyway. Push Absolutely. past the resistance. Keep going. Great insight, Mike. Okay, now let's keep moving. What is the second thing that a daughter needs from her dad?
1: Well, dads must lead well. They must love well and they must lead well. Um, But what's really interesting, if you look at the Bible, uh, there's not a lot of direction, specific direction to dads. Um, But there is one um, where the Bible points out, this is Colossians chapter 3, verse 21, do not provoke your children to wrath or anger. Uh, And the message uh, translation says, don't come down hard on your kids.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: And that's a problem. Um, I think sometimes we don't want it, but we've got a dad tone. Um, We have volume that sometimes are louder than we need to be. Um, so, uh, anyway, so I think we're to keep all of that in check. Um
0: you know, one of the things that I've loved hearing you say, Mike, is that the that no one should treat our daughters better than us. like you've right you've said as dads, we set the tone literally and figuratively mm-hmm. in how we talk. That's so powerful. Tell the story that I heard you say about the snow day once.
1: This actually broke my heart. Um, this is back in February when we had that snowy weather, and my daughter was at a friend's house, and I was getting a little worried about the conditions of the road. The snow is coming down, and we live on a on a high hill, and, and the city actually will close that street mm. um, when the snow gets bad. And so I called my daughter just thinking, all right, it's time to come home. And I thought I said it very lovingly, you know, Maddie, come on home, you know, I think it's time. There was something in my voice. There was a tone or something that I did not know was there, and it really upset her. She thought I was mad at her, and that crushed me. So I wasn't mad. Um, I was just worried about her safety. Um, but she came home, and we had to talk about that, and I had to apologize. Mm-hmm. It was my dad tone. I uh, didn't even know that it was there. Your dad tone. My dad tone.
0: Yeah, you and most men, because yeah. that's, again, on, the, on this side of it, what I hear from so many women. And men are saying, you want to hear anger. That wasn't anger. That wasn't mean. That wasn't harsh. Mm -hmm. But you're pacing with your daughter's needs by calming yourself down, asking forgiveness, and saying, okay, even if I don't think I came across that way, if that's how you heard me, I need to make amends.
1: Absolutely. That was the chance for me to apologize right then.
0: And I love that you're including this, Mike, under leading well. This is how a dad leads well. Well, how about if I ask you then this follow-up question? Because a lot of dads, I have found this over the last decade of walking with fathers, is that if they're at work and they see they're succeeding there and they can use their skill set there, but they feel they're bombing at home or, quote, getting in trouble because they say it wrong or have the wrong tone, what would you tell a dad to do if what he's doing at home isn't working and so he's spending less of his time and his focus there? I mean, does any of that line up with what you've witnessed with the men you've walked alongside these last couple decades?
1: Yeah, this is really unfortunate. And again, this came up in the surveys too from the women. Repeatedly, these, these, these women were saying when they were growing up, they were seeing their dads give their best outside the house, you know, and they were getting the leftovers. And understand that you go where, you know, there's the promotion, you're getting the pats on the back, people are cheering you on. A lot of people are not cheering you on as a dad. So right. It's natural to just, you know, give others your best and your family gets the leftovers. And there's a real danger in that.
0: Exactly. Well, something you believe, Mike, is vitally important when it comes to dad's leading is that of spiritual leadership. What is a way that you would encourage a dad to spiritually lead his daughter if maybe that isn't his forte?
1: Well, here's my favorite verse uh, as it relates to fathering. And it's not something that, uh, you know, this is from 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 1 through 4. Peter's not talking to dad specifically. He's talking to elders. But the imagery is, you know, you need to be a shepherd of your flock. And so I love looking at my role as a dad, as a husband, as I'm a shepherd of my family. And if you think about what a shepherd does, a shepherd leads, Mm -hmm. protects, comforts, corrects, provides. So that is my model for how I want to treat my children, how I want to treat my wife.
0: And give specifics. What does that look like? Spiritual leadership.
1: Um, well, honestly, it's looked a couple different ways in us and in, in our family. Uh, one of the things we do, we do a, a yearly verse, and I know some some people do a weekly verse. If, if you're doing that, more power to you. But me,
0: that like everyone learns the same verse. We or? Have,
1: yes, and there's one verse. Like we, uh, right right now, it's Philippians one twenty seven. Whatever happens, conduct yourself in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. And so we'll introduce that in kind of a fun way. The four of us memorize that, uh-huh. and then we use that for teachable moments throughout the whole year. We'll just kind of bring it back to that verse, you mm. know, and we could do that as it relates to school, friendships, athletics. There's, that's a great verse. <laughs> it covers a lot of territory. Yeah. But that's our theme verse, you know, for the year. So we've Love done it. things like that. You know, the idea of praying together. We always pray together at meals, praying before our kids go to school in the morning. I think that's really important, sitting them out. My wife is great about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've done different devotionals, and that's morphed too, just as our kids have gotten older. Um, and to the point now, and this is one of the things we do, and I wish we did it with greater consistency, but we each take turns. So it's not just me as the dad. Um, ah. or my kids now, they're responsible for leading a weekly devotional, what they're seeing. And when do you do the
0: studying. devotionals?
1: Usually at, over dinner.
0: Okay, and at we dinner. Work
1: really hard to have dinner as a family. Sometimes that means we're not eating dinner until 9 o'clock at night just given sports schedules and everything else. Right. But we just hold that time is really sacred.
0: So even if it's the end of the day, you're all tired. I love hearing you say that part of leading well as a dad is encouraging your kids to still meet as a family, even if it's nine at night for dinner, and to include some kind of a spiritual tone or element to the conversation. I love that because it's practical. Okay, well, let's keep moving on. What's the third thing that you would say a daughter needs from her dad?
1: Uh, this is really big, and this is kind of all-encompassing. But um, our, our daughters need us to live well. We have to live well, love well, lead well, and live well. And uh, you know, simply put, um, you know, and it doesn't matter if you think this is fair or not. Uh, but our daughters are forming an opinion of God based on their opinion of of us. Right. Um, and I know some women they they cringe when they hear uh, us refer to the Lord as our heavenly Father. Uh, because that carries so much baggage, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's really hard. Um, but I think it's really important that we are being that dad, you know, to our, our daughters, and how we are living and modeling, uh, you know, a, a wonderful life for our daughters.
0: Well, like that quote, "More is caught than taught." Mm. So, right, you're like about it's all about living. And if you're just joining us, I'm talking with Pastor Mike Self family life pastor at River West Church, and he's sharing insights from his own life and from leading men for the past couple decades, where he's helping us understand today what a daughter needs from her dad. So let me ask you, Mike, so you gave 400 surveys out to women. Is there anything that that they had to say that you could share today of what it looks like for a dad to model what living well actually looks like to them?
1: Yeah, well, I want to give you five things. These are kind of some um, just general themes that kept showing up in the surveys. And, and probably most importantly, number one was, uh, you know, in order to live well, it means loving your daughter's mom well. Mm. You know, that's so important. Um, you know, even if it's a divorce situation, it's still treating your ex with with, with respect and kindness. And you want to honor that person. Um, but that's how you're modeling how a woman should be treated by a man mm-hmm. and they're picking up on it, you know? Um, so my daughter's witness how my wife and I, how we overcome uh, challenges or obstacles or, you know, disagreements. Um, my daughter has seen how we are affectionate towards one another, you know, hugging right there in the kitchen and and they laugh, my kids laugh, they, you know, when they were younger, but they love that. Um, so it's how you love your daughter's mom is it, huge um, and how they're treated. Um, and it's a real gift I think we give to our kids. Yes.
0: Yeah, Absolutely.
1: What else? Um, well, the other two, and we kind of mentioned this before too, but it's bringing your best to your family. Um, too many girls see their dads, get, you know, give their best to their jobs, hobbies, sports teams, etc., and then they get the leftovers. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is what you need to think about: like, where do your daughters see you come most alive? Um, is it with your, you know, when you're with them, or is it when you're, uh, you know, watching one of the performances or sporting events? I mean, I hope that's when your daughter would see that, or is it when you're Headed out the door, all right, to hang with your friends. You go to a Blazer game or, or spend the day golfing. Where do you become most alive? Mm-hmm. Um, and the third thing, too, and this is funny because it came up in the surveys a couple of different times. Your daughter, they value your sense of humor, Wow. Don't, don't turn it off when you come home.
0: That surprises me that that would have been a theme, but I, I think it's really powerful to emphasize that.
1: Well, what's happened was is some of these girls or these women were saying when they were younger that uh, they would always hear how their dad was the life of a party, so fun to be around, but that was not the same dad that she was experiencing at home. Uh-huh. And so there's a disconnect. You know, bring your best home with you. And also, you, know, you, you have to manage your anger um, mm-hmm. That's really important. Some women grew up really in fear of their dads. You know, they're walking on eggshells, not knowing what was going to send them over the edge. So, you know, kids feel too unsettled if we're not yes. managing our anger. And and really, the fifth thing, the last thing I would say is uh, share your life with your kids. Share your stories. You know, your your failures, your successes. Um, there's, there's 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 security in knowing who you are, yeah. uh, where you've been, and of course, they're they're part of your story. Right. Well so they need to know that.
0: You know, I've even done something with my dad where we used to have this Monday night tradition of going and going to Costco and going grocery shopping. And always in the on the ride home, in the car, I would say, Dad, tell me a story from your childhood. So oh, it'd I be like that. 10 minutes. Dad's are, And he oftentimes would go, I don't have any more. I don't know. <laughs> I go, tell me the same one over then.
1: I gives you the same thing. Yeah. I, I, and I love that.
0: Yeah, love that. because it's part of our story too and mm-hmm. our history. So today, Mike, you've highlighted that a daughter needs from her dad... Him to love her well, to lead her well, and now you said to live well. Anything else? Since we're on this roll with the elves, I think you have one more in you, don't you?
1: I have one more L. Okay. And, and really, all these things, they, they, they add up to really it's, it's your legacy. You know, that's my, my big L word is it's your legacy. What will your legacy as a father be? Um, and it's so important that you know, you, you got to be in it to win it. Uh, there's, no more, there's no more important job you'll ever have yeah. than being a dad so how you're investing in your kids now, it will, it will pay off now, but also for the future. Um, and so I, there's really two sobering questions you know, I always want dads to consider. Number one is, you know, how would your daughter respond to a survey about your fatherhood? You know, okay, so daunting. say that again. How would your daughter respond to a survey about your fatherhood? So
0: about you as a father, yeah. you have to say, how would my daughter be filling out a survey about me?
1: Well, and after I filled out, after I had all these women fill out this survey, I I I thought, you know what? I need to have my daughter do the same thing, and I was almost nervous to give it to her. That
0: is courageous.
1: (laughs) It was humbling, but I learned in that, and that was great. Um, And the other question I think about this too is, you know, what will your daughter tell her husband about how you have loved her? You know, Mm. you're her first love as her dad. Yeah. What is she going to tell this new man in her life, right? The the next lover of her soul and her heart? How is she going to describe the love you had for her?
0: Right. So Mike, what would you tell a dad that maybe doesn't have access to a survey or your survey? Maybe he doesn't feel like he's in a time of his life with his daughter where he wants to ask her how he could love her better so he can prepare her to be married. Is there any question that you would encourage a dad to ask his daughter right now? Let's again, practical action steps to say, I wonder what kind of a legacy I'm leaving with you. And I want to do a check in right now, Mm -hmm. whatever age you are.
1: This is really simple. I mean, you just really ask and just say, you know, to your daughter, how can I improve as a dad? Just how can I improve as a dad?
0: Okay, you've worked with men for years. I've walked alongside men for years. I've never heard a dad ask that Hmm. question unless it was an assignment. Have you? That on his own, he's gone to his kids and said, can you rate me as a dad? Either give me a (laughs) score like a grade at school or a score on a zero to ten.
1: Well, I think most of us were kind of scared. Like yeah. we're afraid what the answer might be, so uh-huh. you have to swallow your pride. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is not your time to push back. You just yeah. listen. Yeah. And when I first asked my daughter that, it was years ago, and I've asked her a couple different times. Her first response was, "No, no, no, Dad, you're a great dad. You're a great dad." I was like, "Well, Maddie, I'm not a perfect dad.
0: Uh-huh. How
1: can I be a better dad? How can I improve?" And she's like, "Well, I'll come up with a list." <laughs> and, and she did. She's a list maker, and she came up with some specific things. And I realized yes, there's some things I could do to improve as a dad. And I had actually hurt her in a couple ways Mm. that I was not aware of. Um, And so we had that time to to really have a dialogue about that.
0: And I always say, your daughter didn't come with a playbook, but you're going to write one. (laughs) And so (laughs) when your daughter wrote that list, she would say, Dad, here's my playbook. Now you don't have to wonder what I need. I'm telling you what I need. Absolutely. Well, Mike, you know, I end every show with a go step and you've given lots of practical ideas today, but I wonder if, as we just get ready to land the plane, if I could ask you to speak to the dad that's saying, I need to kick it up a notch with my daughter. What would you say to that dad, based on what you've said today, that would help him dial in more specifically to his daughter's heart?
1: Well, we have that question, you know, how can I be a better dad? But this is this is another one. And, you know, you could even ask, is there any way that I've hurt you?
0: You know, mm. and that's a sobering question
1: too. Because we do, we're, we're broken, fallen people, and we, we. That's a great question to ask. Yeah. You know, But you have to own it too. Again, yes. not the time to, to to push back. And also, I just say one more thing too. Is just just as you're hearing this, maybe there's just some a, something you need to apologize for. It's never too late. It's never never too late. Too late. And it will speak volumes, speaking love to your daughter, Mm -hmm. just to say, I'm sorry. Yes. Um, Don't don't be afraid to do that. Oh,
0: I love that you're encouraging dads to step up to the plate in that way, because that is about loving well, leading well, living well. And I heard of one dad, Mike, who at the end of every day, when he would tuck his daughter into bed, he would say, how has daddy hurt you today? How have I? He made amends every single day Mm -hmm. so that they didn't build up. Yeah. Isn't that powerful? Oh, that's
1: really powerful. I love so I that. love
0: that you're saying it's kind of this two-fold question that you would encourage dads to ask is, how can I be a better dad to you, or how can I improve, and where have I hurt you? My goodness, these are packed truths today. Well, what I love about all of this, Mike, is that you're saying it's never too late as a dad to dial into your daughter's heart. And Mike, I truly believe, as I know you do with me, that if dads take the action step and put this kind of kind of love into motion, they're going to see that their daughters are going to thrive and soar Mm -hmm. even more, aren't they? Absolutely. Well, today on your mark has been what a daughter needs from her dad. You've heard from my friend, Pastor Mike South. So between today and next week, dads, I encourage you to put into action the things that you've heard him say, which might include doing the love squeeze with your kids. (laughs) I love you. The three squeezes on their foot or their ankle or their shoulder. Well, as always, you can go to my website at drmichellewatson.com and find free resources. You can sign up for my bi-monthly Dad Daughter Friday blogs. There's also a link to Amazon where you can find my book, Dad, Here's What I Really Need From You, a guide for connecting with your daughter's heart, and it's also available on Audible. And remember, you can subscribe to the Dad Whisper podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Play. So this wraps up another week's program. It's been so great to be with you all. I'm Dr. Michelle Watson the Dad Whisperer signing off and encouraging you to make today a day where you are intentionally and consistently investing in pursuing your daughter's hearts. Go dads.